Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Because I, I say this in just about every political conversation, and I preface it with it's like, you know, I'm that libertarian sort of anarchy, and that, you know, people in California saw me as the gun toting redneck. And when I lived in Nashville, people saw me as the gay loving liberal because they naturally gravitate to that probably five, five to 10% that we may disagree with. And I say may because it's probably closer in that shade of gray. Let's go. Welcome to Citizen. We have a very special guest uh, today, Richard Ryan. You all know him, I guess. I guess I don't know maybe if you know I don't know. He's he's uh, black rifle coffee is a thing. Um, <laughs> full mag, crypto, Web three, do a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to put me in a box. People will ask, so what do you do exactly? Yeah. It's like, how much time you got? Well, I don't. I. Yeah, I'm the same, I guess. I do a lot of weird shit, but not like you're you're a a, a renaissance man. Well, the way I, I, I explain it to people is like I start with I'm a subject matter enthusiast. Yeah. I get really, really excited about things mm-hmm. and I go hard in the paint 110% and I give it two or three years. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, you're also a sugar addict. Um, yeah. How's that going? Uh, well, I don't have a glucose monitor on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've but been, you did been monitoring that for a while. Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, you know, there's a, I don't know if it's a, a recall, but there is a, uh, a warning out for chocolate right now. Um, it's uh, a lot of the manufacturers, uh, Ghirardelli and mm. whatnot that the state of California has found that they are over their threshold in prop 65 and heavy metals. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Okay. So just as an FYI. That's not great. It's a great way to start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, eat, uh, if I, if I want a snack before bed, usually what I eat is uh, dark chocolate covered almonds, yeah. right? Because dark chocolate is really good for your, for sleep. For some reason, I don't, I don't know what it is. Cacao does something. I don't yeah. know. Um, 
but that sucks. Is yeah. it what kind I, of I chocolate? It was a death, death about? sentence for me. <laughs> Dark chocolate and stuff like that. God yeah. fucking damn it. I know it, it's and, always something. Yeah, those lint truffles are like crack for me and they're probably really bad for the Well, they're made with fucking palm oil, palm oil. which is basically poison, yeah. right? And it's also not great for the environment <laughs> the way they yeah. Slash, um, but, slash know, and burn. What are you gonna do? So before we started recording, um we were talking about I guess extreme libertarianism. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it, some specific subjects, but uh, I I posed the question to you: um, What would how would your how would your life change if the government, uh, federal government, evaporated immediately? Now you never answered that question. Yeah, it's, it's very complicated. Like, it's, it's I, not. I tell people for I'm, you, it's not. For me, it is in a lot of ways because, like, I'm I'm the guy. I tell people I'm, I'm like, libertarian, short of anarchy. I right? guess your FFLs wouldn't and, and be if you, necessary. You eliminate anymore. the federal government like that, mm -hmm. and it evaporates. There are a lot of things that would cause anarchy right oh, off yeah. the bat, right? Yeah, yeah, because sure. it, it destabilizes, you know, the the global, you know, the the world order mm -hmm. in that sense because we're the global. Well, I don't currency. give a fuck what happens in other countries. Yeah, but I mean, the the, the second order effects would, you know, mm -hmm. we wouldn't have a, a military, and you know, like I don't think that people could. Um, organize in a way where we would trade one evil for another wait, and wait. We, we would lean on uh, or organizations or companies to do so. But we, I mean, yeah, there's always going to be something that provides services. Yeah. But it is, I, it might, frankly, I think it's a better idea to have someone who I can say no to in charge of that rather than somebody who can point a gun at me and tell me to give them 40% of my shit. Which is what happens every single day here, right? Yeah, and I, I think you're you and a, and a lot of other people are on to like you know identifying those those problems um, that we have um, in specifically the United States, but abroad as well. The the things you really have to look at are what are the incentives, mm -hmm. um, and how are they causing the system to be inefficient that um, destabilize? You know, if you were to look at it as a an organism, um, it would be like you know, the government is, has a parasitic relationship with right. its host to the point where it is, um, you know, it's, it's going to kill the host, right? Where you were talking about um, starting a nonprofit that mm -hmm. would, um, you know, do away with uh, what food, food stamps, stamps yeah, snap like benefits, yeah. And it, again, you're looking at you're looking at the incentive mechanism. You you could argue, and we're going to go on a rant right here, mm -hmm. but you look at like the the last election cycle. Um, the incentive mechanisms for a lot of the voters, regardless of the you know FTX hundred million dollar mm. uh, incentive that was um, stolen from people to allegedly stolen from people to sway an election, but the incentives uh, were, hey, look, uh, if you've got student loans, mm. we're gonna we're gonna bail you out, and all these other different things. These carrots like uh, pass to amnesty. Mm. Um, you know, if if you come here illegally, uh, we're you know our party is for citizenship and everything mm. else, which is a, a whole nother like each each one of these deserves their own like dedicated focus mm. about the incentive and how it's maybe. Uh, not accurate, right? Like, like if I were the Republican Party, I would, I would say, hey, look, like 
fuck those Democrats and them talking about, no, they're the party of indentured servitude. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. They, they want more government and they're, they're promising you this carrot, but what it does is it causes inflation mm. and and it's it's like long-term implications are it, they're going to keep you on the teat for a, a longer period of time. The Republican it, Party, if they said, hey, look, we're running in an issue with like, <clears throat> you know, population collapse or right, whatever yeah. it is, right? You say, hey, we want legal citizenship mm. like or a path to legal citizenship and actually like i haven't looked at what the biden administration was proposed uh as far as the app and everything else but i think the more people look at hey look we should like mexico is our largest trade partner mm. in that sense and like so we should have a good immigration policy with them and a path to if people want to come yeah, here yeah. hey come here I, I wrote a my uh thesis my master's thesis on this exact subject actually. oh really yeah so it was uh I compared the U.S.-Mexico border to the Germany-Poland border because Germany had the same problem with Polish people that we have with Mexican people, right? Which is that it's not that they come here to work. It's that they come here and work and then take all the money out of the economy back to Mexico. That's typically how it happens, right? Yeah. Uh, and also just the illegal activities that happen surrounding that and, the, uh, uh, and all that. So <clears throat> Germany's solution was to issue work permits to pretty much any Polish person that wanted one, right? Provided they're not a criminal and they can come over, work, go back, do whatever the fuck they want, right? There's obviously there's some tax involved there, but they put the onus on the business. If the business, if you're a business in Germany and you hire an illegal immigrant, or at least this is back then. Now they're like, it's, it's, there's, uh, uh, they're overrun, I guess, with Muslim immigrants, right? Mm. But at the time, if you're a business and you employ an illegal immigrant, you don't get fined. Your business is shut down and liquidated. Oh, wow. The end, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably the only way to do it. You're not like, so if you're talking about stick and carrot, you're not going to tell somebody from Venezuela or Guatemala or even parts of Mexico that, hey, you know, you're fucking. Uh, uh, we're not gonna. We're, we're gonna do X, Y, and Z to punish you, right? We're gonna deport you if you. Couple the people get. They're, they're like, all right, fine. I'll come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Eventually, I'll. Excuse me. Eventually, I'll get in. That's you're not gonna. Be, even even the fact that so many of these people die just on the trek to get here doesn't stop them, right? So right. that means whatever is driving them out is stronger than whatever we can do. You know yeah. what I mean? The onus has to be on the business, otherwise. Yeah, and like, a, what the fuck? again, like a, that, that's how I analyze any any problem, right? It's like, what's the end state goal? What are you what are you looking to achieve here? And then again, what are those incentive mechanisms in that system that are causing certain inefficiencies? Mm. Um, and then you define refine, mm. um, and until you you come up with a thesis as to what would get you to that that end state. And if you you know you screw up along the way shit happens right? right you refine that process or you refine the incentive mechanism but i think the problem is you know be it with media or you know all these different industrial complexes that benefit from those inefficiencies uh and there maybe they're propaganda campaigns mm. um and it, it, it's unfortunate and that's why you know i feel like we have an opportunity in society specifically the united states with you know our first amendment um you know, where a lot of others, you know, don't have that benefit, right? So like, you know, kind of segue into some of the stuff that I'd be building um, over the next few years is, is really to shore that up, right? Like 
the the decentralized component to that mm -hmm. um, in creating those mechanisms that uh, people can distribute without uh, impermissionless systems. Sure. Um, and you know, I again, you you look at <laughs> you look at the last election election cycle and everything, and it's you know there, there's a lot to a lot to take away from that. But I, I feel like people are kind of waking up to mm. those those issues. They well, just don't have clear paths sure, to, yeah. to and refine those processes. Like when you wake up to that and finally admit to yourself how predatory, not the government is, but how predatory government is, generally yeah. speaking. It's I think it's a lot for people. I, I think they get, like it's easier to become nihilistic than it is to try to fight your way out of it at this point because we're so used to things just operating behind the scenes. Uh, people don't know where their food comes from. Yeah, it's like steak doesn't grow in a lab and then get put on the shelf at the fucking grocery store. It's an animal that gets shot in the face with a goddamn bolt gun. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's like we're so far removed from all of the things that uh, uh, are required of us just to stay alive. We've surrendered. We've surrendered our liberty in that way for convenience, not for like Ben Franklin warned about sacrificing your liberty for temporary security but i don't i don't think he ever imagined we would do it just out of sheer convenience yeah right? the, the covid thing is a, a complete eye opener but again like like what we were talking about before um opinions are cheap right so what's the path to success here mm -hmm. like like what are the what are the things that we can experiment with in refining this current because you're not going to be able to snap your fingers and say, hey, government's gone. And sure, anybody yeah. who tries to do that, they're going to end up in Guantanamo, right? As they should, <laughs> yeah. to be honest, because you're putting like, not not that I care about protecting the government per se, but you would be putting a lot, I, you would be putting a lot of other people th than yourself at risk. And right. you, you don't have the right to do that, right? Yeah. But there is a, and it, so when I, when I say if the government evaporated now, how would it affect your life? It's because I want people to think about uh, what is it exactly that the federal government does for you? Because that's the first part of developing a plan to eliminate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how can we replace these things? Food is one of them. People need food. Yeah. Um, regulation. Like I don't, I don't, the extreme libertarian idea that the market will simply regulate itself is, I mean, robber barons have been around for a very long time. Right. And in the absence of fucking some kind of regulation, uh, they've run roughshod over people, right. And fuck yeah. them up and become monopolies as you mentioned before. But, uh, you know, the, the way that we do it now through government regulation, through crony government regulation, where they're fucking making sure their state or, or their friends get taken care of first, which is fucked up. Yeah. Right. Um, it doesn't work and there's, there's, there must be a better way. And, and you know, you're, you have a right to appeal um, whatever is levied against you by the government, but you appeal that to another branch of the fucking government. Yeah. Right. The idea that the Supreme court exists as a function of government nominated by the federal government is yeah. fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I sue the, uh, uh, executive or legislative branch for something, for unconstitutionality or whatever else it is, damage, any kind of compensatory damages for my business or my my liberty, the ultimate judge over that is somebody who was literally given the job by that person. Yeah. Or at least that entity. And that can't be the way this this works. 
But what's the alternatives, right? So you get somebody who's a tribunal, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but but that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is like the you know the, they they may not be perfect systems, but what are the alternatives? We have like an Amazon appointed uh, Supreme Court that like. Well, have you ever seen that show um, Continuum? No, I haven't. You should watch it. It's really interesting. Okay. It's like a Canadian sci-fi made by the same people I think that made Battlestar Galactica and Travelers and a couple other shows, but. It's that's what it is. It's a corporatocracy. So there's a corporate Congress in this show, right? Interesting. Um, and that that is the danger, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's it's kind of probably with lobbying already. Oh yeah. Loosely, inter- well, certainly. Not and that, loosely, by the way, that's very the, intertwined. That is the uh, that's the incentive mechanism to yeah. try those. Like- that's the literal definition of fascism, by the way. Is yeah. The, the corporate government merger right. to suppress people. It's like. All right, cool. I guess we're doing this. Yeah, so we're unpacking a really, again, a really complicated subject. But you, so you were talking about you're you're talking about things that it doesn't do well, and, and mm. the sake of uh, you know spending money and and everything. But you look at uh, emergency use authorization, how it could be abused for um, the COVID pandemic, how it was abused, how, how it was right. So, because yeah, but, but, but what I'm saying is how yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, like, you look in the event of a disaster, mm. uh, a natural disaster, a hurricane, mm. right? So, you're you're reallocating funds from um, the collective to ensure that this this national infrastructure. You're using support. a lot of euphemisms, by the way. Reallocating funds from the collective means robbing citizens of their money. Yeah, but right? but. Like you, you're not entitled as an organization, government. I'm playing or devil's advocate here, okay, so yeah. like, so like, I'm not arguing on behalf yeah, yeah, yeah. of the government. No, I know. But what I'm, I'm just... saying is like, you, you being part of the system are agreeing, agreeing to the terms of this. No, I'm not. Like, I didn't agree to fucking pay forty percent <laughs> of my income in taxes. Did yeah. you? Well, did, I, I didn't. I the, didn't so the quote I, unquote social contract. Did you sign anything? Were you allowed to take part in the development of the rules? Because yeah. I wasn't. Well, I mean that that's that's kind of in part of being a citizen, right? Like like that. No, between the Constitution and the laws that we live under. Oh my God, man, come on. Yeah, I mean, I, certainly there's some like you you have. Uh, You're the, agreeing to the terms of 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 the rule. No, I was law that, I was born here. Yeah, I, I don't I didn't agree to that, right? But like, you also have the option to migrate. Sure, or, I do, or, but not to a place like I I. Why should I have to migrate on the land I own? property here right yeah and i paid quite a bit of money for it yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and <laughs> like i have it, to pay more money for it every single year because of these cunts i at least so like we, and we could unpack that too right mm-hmm. like I, like i have strong opinions about the state of texas and uh and government and inefficiencies mm-hmm. and you know the laws of you know a good example is property taxes are ex- exorbitant here right and and the reason for that is um a lot of that goes to the educational system yeah and the educational system's relying on property taxes to fund it and by the way it's not an educational system it's an educational cartel right because you are if you have children one if you're a property owner you're forced to pay into it whether you have children or not correct which is fucked up two uh if you have children you are forced to send them there like you can send them to a private school but even if you're a, a, a land owning parent you even if you choose private school, now you're getting fucking double taxed. Yes, because you're paying for the public school and you're also paying for the private school. Nothing about that's a cartel, right? That's not an that's not an institution. That's a cartel. So, and that's where I say that the the incentives aren't really uh, aligned, mm-hmm. right? So, what's well, so, because so how you're you sh- being held at gunpoint? I, I get you know that. I mean? How do you shift that, right? So, look, right, what yeah. are the necessary changes that need to be made? Well, one, you know, how do you like how do you take 
two steps forward, one step back to move this thing down the road mm-hmm. in a way that makes sense. Uh, I'll give you an example. In uh, I grew up in Georgia, um, and we passed the the lottery there on the by. You know, one of the mm-hmm. terms of that was the the Hope Scholarship. If you maintain an AB average in yep. high school, you could go to college for free yep. in the state. I think those incentive mechanisms for to incentivize, um, you know, the, the students to excel are important, right? Mm-hmm. We want smart children, and we like want to pay for their schooling and everything else. So it's like, okay, well, what are the what are the opportunities in the state? Well, the state hasn't legalized cannabis. Let's not create more legal loopholes and 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 cronyism by the good old boy network like california or some of these other states where they'll they'll say hey we'll allocate x amount of permits Mm -hmm. for people who are you know kicking us back funds it's like it's it's statewide legal Mm -hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna put a syntax on it that's gonna fund you know the education system now again that's another tax i get like i get that this isn't like but it's it's moving uh, the incentives more in line to what we would hope in our thesis is a healthier society, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's taking the burden off of the landowner. It's incentivizing those who it's making homes more affordable, those right. who might want them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also incentivizing uh, for smarter children, which hopefully go into the workplace and Im- improve, you know, our industry mm-hmm. and our politics and everything else. Um, when you say, "Hey, we're going to pay for your schooling for free uh, if you vote for me," that's not an incentive that leads to a healthy society. It, it's 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 to people who look for handouts, right? Uh, which ultimately, whether or not they're smart enough to realize it, continues this indentured servitude where you're always looking for a handout so that they're going to either print more money, bail more companies out, and the cycle is just going to keep sure, going. Yeah. You know, inflation is going to take root. I just, I, I agree with that. I mean, look, if we, I, I what, I, what I'm, there's, there's two things that concern me. One is that half measures very rarely work. Right, and I think that uh, uh, playing, sure. I think playing inside of this something's system, better than nothing, though. Sure, I guess is it though? Because I, I do sometimes something just prolongs the problem, doesn't it? Yeah, but but if you if, like a little bit of chaos is good from time to time, as it says on my arm from uh, the Tree of Liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants, right? I I, I totally get that, right? But but I not I that still, I'm advocating for violence. I, I'm, you I'm, two, I'm just on saying. a scale of like if I have a a, a bucket, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I would rather have a half full bucket than an empty bucket on principle. This episode of Citizen is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. Go to blackriflecoffee.com and help yourself to some of the best coffee in the world. Join the Black Rifle Coffee Club and get fresh roasted freedom delivered straight to your door. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran operated company that uh, supports America's military, law enforcement, and first responders. Get premium coffee delivered every month here's how it works you go to the coffee club site sign up for the coffee club you choose your favorite roast if you like light dark medium whatever it is choose uh, the grind whether you want ground coffee whole bean and grind it yourself or coffee rounds which work with uh, Keurig. and then you choose your delivery schedule which is 7 14 21 30 days and so on in addition to being able to uh, customize your coffee club you're also going to get free shipping on all those orders, and you get access to exclusive partner discounts. Uh, you also get first looks at a lot of new merch and things like that. So to get 20% off your first order, use the code CITIZEN at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for that coffee club. Next up, we got GhostBed.com. You know them, you love them. It's our favorite company. 
And the whole world right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. For everything else, the pillows, the sheets, the uh, mattress toppers, the protector, all that stuff, anything else you want, or the bundle, or I'm sorry, the, the mattress or the base uh, by itself, use the code Bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You're getting 30% off that. So 40% off for the bundle. 30% off everything else using the code drinking bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, if you break it down, you can get a whole, you can get your mattress and your bedroom suite for like 35 bucks a month because they have a zero down 0% financing plan that extends up to 60 months. That's five years, folks. Go check it out at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. This episode is also brought to you by mybookie.com. You know them and you love them, folks. And it is uh, high time for betting. I know a lot of you lost all your money on the national championship game because Georgia absolutely destroyed TCU. You know, it's going to happen sometimes, but it's time to reload. Now, if you've already used the Drinking Bros code to double your deposit up to 1000 bucks, I got some good news for you. Go ahead and sign up today. Use the promo code AMERICAN. That's AMERICAN to secure your first deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks with mybookie.com. Whatever you put in, they'll meet you halfway all the way up to 1000 So if you put in 1000 you're going to get an extra $1,000 to gamble with. We're getting into NFL playoff time. Uh, you got to get those bets in before the end of the week uh, if you really want to get the, the best deal. So make sure you get those deals in. Make sure you get the bets in and get ready, man. Reload your account uh, for, for, let's see, the NFL playoffs. And soon we have March Madness coming up, about a month and a half. That's going to start. Man, it's going to be an exciting time where we can lose a lot of money. Uh, but hopefully gain some as well. So getting started is simple. You deposit, uh, uh, you know, 300 bucks, immediately play with 200. Use the promo code American to claim the MyBookie uh, deposit bonus. It'll be in your, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I believe it goes into your uh, your free play account. So you get, if you let's say you put 1000 bucks in, there'll be 1000 bucks in your account and then you look on your free play there'll be another 1000 bucks and it's just like cash you can bet with either one of those so whether you're a diehard fan uh, or a newcomer uh, to to gambling like uh, some some of our other fans are this is the way to go join the mybookie family sign up uh, get that bonus up to 1000 bucks bet anything anytime anywhere with mybookie maybe right what what comes with the half full bucket is, well, it, is it like an, uh, the oppression of my personal liberty? Because then I'll take the empty bucket and I'll go find somewhere to say we to fill it myself, right? Yeah, but you're, like, here's the thing: is like again, you're you're talking uh, snapping your fingers and mm-hmm. and removing all government, sure. and that's not going to happen. Yeah, without well, some type of um, you know intervention. There's of there's a it's foreigner a, it's domestic a militaries. Well, I, the, no foreign military is coming here. Well, Even, and but and we'll, we'll get never in, say never. We'll get into the uh, the the military. I don't think there should be a standing army. I think it's ridiculous that we have a fucking million, one point two million person standing army for what? Yeah, for what? Well, I mean, train people. Again, you got to look at to fucking fight. You know, well, I know, I know why. Yeah. it's because of the goddamn military and it's because of Lockheed Martin. And right? that's a very like, and again, that's that's a term that gets thrown around so like casually that I think it's lost a lot of its meaning. Oh yeah. Well, here's military some, here, industrial complex. Here's a way to assign some meaning to it. We've sent a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine, or at least allocated a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, to that's more Ukraine. than what we did to. To Vietnam, yeah, it's more than what we did to uh, even uh, the entire time in Afghanistan. Yeah, so uh, seventy-four billion of that never left the United States. It went to companies in the United States to produce things for the war. 
right? Correct. So it's not like we're sending them money. We're sending ourselves. We're, they're sending their friends money. And 25% of it goes to the actual end user, I guess, right? Yeah, it, devil's advocate, that's in part because we are not at war with Russia, right? That mm-hmm. was the that was the 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 way in which we could do that without sure if let me ask you this while we were in uh, iraq and afghanistan if russia had publicly sent a hundred billion dollars to either one of those countries would we have considered ourselves to be at war with russia well i mean countries do that all the time i mean china china supports a lot of the 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 people like you know that are are questionably at conflict with other yeah but if like if if China had, or I'm sorry, if Russia had brought um, Zawahiri to Moscow yeah. and put him up in front of the parliament and then gave him a check for $100 billion, how would we have felt about that? Or the ISIS leader after him, <laughs> al-Baghdadi or whomever else, yeah, right? I, no, I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm not pro-Russian. I'm anti-bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we but, shouldn't be involved in this Ukraine thing at all. That We're getting off topic. Yeah, here. we can intellectually jockey. All, like, mm. But for me, I like those, like, okay, again, opinions are cheap. Mm. What are the solutions? Like, again, like, I don't think that we can snap our fingers and remove government without any type of chaos, anarchy, or revolution, right? So it's like, sure. so yeah. what are those steps then? Like, you know, like again, like I use Texas as that analogy, mm. be it with like, you know, incentivizing uh, education through mm. syntaxes or things that may be, you know, again, it's more government in well, that extent. Do you, but- do you think there's a, pr- I, 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 I understand what you're saying is that you want to remove the tax burden from people. Um, and make it, I guess, uh, this a send tax, if you want to call it, that would be a voluntary payment. Correct. Because right? you don't have to do that. Right. Which, you know. Same, that, thing, with, same, thing, same thing with gambling, right? Mm, Where it's like yeah. um, we've, in, in the state, like, uh, again, I, I've been targeted by all these ads about, like, uh, yeah, I feel weird saying this publicly because I haven't done as much research on it as I, I should, but I, I found, I, I found, um, I've been targeted with a lot of advertising mm. recently for uh, gambling, for gambling, mm. um, uh, a proposition that was being, it's that time of year being pushed here in the state of Texas. Right. right? Yeah. And it's like vote for this thing or whatever. And so I looked at who was funding it. Cause that's what I do. Mm. And then, uh, it's MGM. Of course. Yeah. Who else would be doing that? And uh, but, that's- but, but, but that, I mean, that's what, that's where those things I, I'm like, I'm, I'm reluctant because I don't want that, that cannabis legislation mm. where, they only allocate X and number right, of yeah, permits, yeah. and then it's these people who r- push and lobby for it that get them, right. and nobody else. Because what because what MGM wants is for gambling to be legal in Texas, provided it's a licensed correct organization, and they they help write what it means. And to there be should licensed. be laws, like there should be rules like about you, gambling. Like, you shouldn't be able to target you know five year olds and and stuff like that or whatever. Why it is. not? Parents, your children. There's I, parameters, right? You have speed limits on on the highway system. Sure, but that's a like physical that. safety but, issue. That's not. Well, like, I mean, you could argue that you know, like financial security is a, it's a safety thing. But too. it's but that that is you you anytime you remove the impetus for personal responsibility, people I, I completely agree. Get weak really fast. I agree. And I agree. you know there are going to be some weak people whose lives get ruined by it. And you know what? Fuck them because that's. Natural selection, brother. That's the way it's supposed to work. I don't work. think so. When I, we, when I, I we used... prop up the weak, it doesn't do any good for anybody, including the weak. They either get stronger or they go away. I completely agree in theory. <laughs> but we're at a different time. Like, sure, yeah. When, when, 
when you were when you were competing human versus human mm-hmm. that I, I completely agree right darwinism mm-hmm. right the 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 strongest will survive the strongest will you know further their genetic right uh you know down down the line but when you start talking about artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and the ability to manipulate and understand the human condition better than the humans themselves sure that is a very unfair advantage and and, yeah. I, and i and if you if you are a corporation whose um sole existence is to extract value from mm. people um it be it baseline intelligence or you know they could be intelligent right like um but the fact that machine learning can exploit those things way better than any person right. could, I think that's a, a, a clear disadvantage. Certainly it is, but so is being short when all the fruit is on tree limbs. You know what I mean? And that's how it fucking works, bro. Yeah, I mean, but it, like, it's, it's different. It's different in, 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 a, in a way that like short of becoming a cyborg, mm-hmm. I don't think people will be able to compete. Uh, no, we, you can tell when you're being fucked with. Right now. Yeah. So what's right the now. problem? Like how, what, what do you, I've I, at no point in my adult life and look, I understand I'm kind of a weirdo, but at no point in my adult life, have I seen an advertisement for something that I didn't want and then went to buy it like already, you know what I mean? I, not once in my life have I seen an advertisement on the internet for any of the things that I like meat shoes. I like any of this stuff that I routinely buy on a regular basis and like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to buy that meat. You yeah, know what I mean? because of the ad. Yeah, that's a that, that's a that's a, a simple version of advertising. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the the nefarious um, manufacturing like, consent and shit like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you start you start looking at like uh, you take uh, Chat GPT three um, currently in its in its current state. Um, it it has flaws mm-hmm. and it's becoming more of a, a talking per- point for those in the media and people that, you know, they, they see the, the, the value proposition on a surface level, but the long-term implications are if you're taking, if you're taking just artificial intelligence and the current learned, like of all language, mm-hmm. and you're applying that to a conversation with a person at some point, it's going to get better at communicating with that person than an actual person because it's going to know not only the nuance of the conversation, mm. but those things to achieve whatever the end state is mm. in a, a more optimized process than any individual. But that that's how, how what percentage of your conversations are transactional, though? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's funny. Uh, I mean, I, I, had, I had a coach one time uh, tell me. Uh, this was an acting coach, not mm-hmm. an uh, athletic coach. Uh, he's like, all conversations uh, between uh, people are either about power or sex um, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, money is kind of a representation of value yeah. and, and power in that sense <clears throat> and everything. Um, and, and, you know, sex is, is, sex is about power. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? I, I don't know. Uh, it depends on who you ask. To me, but, it's about fucking comment. But it, it was an interesting. It was an interesting comment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from him. Um, but and I think that was more to look at the psychological approach to it. But when sure. you look at it from um, artificial intelligence, um, it's there's there's the potential to exploit, especially those initially 
uh, unsuspecting, like, and I don't want to get into too many of them, but there are like, you know, I mean, you hear about bots on the internet and everything mm-hmm. all the time, but there are, there I mean, are most of the bot, most of what people refer to are bots are just click farms. They're yeah. dumb. They're dumb click farms. That's it. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like, want to make like any Twitter. definitive statements, but well, I think that we will, we will be shifting from this wild west of, um, of spending a lot of time on social media and all these other different platforms where the, the veil of interacting with a, a human um, goes to the wayside a little bit more where you may get a more meaningful interaction with a virtual person. That, what do you, what do you like, mean by meaningful? Well, I mean, you, you think your friends are sharing photos mm-hmm. or tweeting with you and that relationship has value to it. Um, maybe because they're interacting with you, but more because you think they're a person, right? Uh, like, cause you're trying to, th- those are all details that you're, binding together to try to hold the image of them in your brain right yeah like that you you when somebody says they have a friend what do they mean by that yeah and, and i think we're programmed like that yeah for sure and and 100%. so i mean that's and, what your brain does and, I, and yeah. I think a lot of people may be unhealthy or unhappy right now because um you know they spend more time in that veil than they do in interpersonal right. communication <laughs> um and i, I think that you know, people will shift more towards that as these language models get way better. More towards personal communicate or they- in person, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because because it's going to be like like and I know that sounds counterproductive, mm. right? Because it's like, oh, these language models are going to be great, and they're going to actually be able to carry on a conversation with you. But then at some point, it's like, yeah, you're you're going to question every virtual relationship. Yeah, um, I mean, certainly. Is it is, is this, this real, real or yeah. is this not? Yeah. And like, I mean, we're gonna be. I frankly, I think within the next hundred years, we're gonna be. It's gonna be like that that movie Gamer, yeah, where people are just like they're they're living uh, uh, through an Android or some shit. Yeah, like their consciousness is just being projected. People or are already looking for the tangible, yeah. like things. They want things that they know <clears throat> that a human made, uh, which I don't think that's pay a premium. Or that I, that to me is super dangerous by the way what uh the idea of being able to experience life without risk yeah i I agree i think it's not not obviously it's less risky i guess physically but you could argue that's what gives it its value sure yeah because it's it's, it's, it's it's, fragile and it's finite that's not an argument that's the fucking that's just how it is right yeah like yeah well so let me rephrase that it gives us the meaning sure yeah like so what people what people will do is they'll live out their fantasies, the same thing they've done with porn. And look, I yeah. watch porn constantly. Yeah. But there are people, that a lot of young men, especially like men under forty, that are addicted to porn, and it's fucked up the way they interact with women. They can't do it anymore. Huh. You know what I mean? It's super fucked up. Uh, my buddy Chris Williamson talks about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, and Huberman, I believe, has, has done some bit, some bits on it as well. It's it's not great. Right? But again, that's 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 the not necessarily or maybe by design but that's it's it's one of the the byproducts of that is well is the incentive mechanism is the the dopamine response sure right so it but this is the prime this is what one of the primary incentive mechanisms in nature for all species right right to to procreate it's eat and fuck right eat sometimes sleep if you can right right but Eat and fuck is like the number one and two or one A, one B, maybe the, the two most important things you can do as a, a, a being of any sort, a tree. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't fucking matter. And when you're able to synthesize that, 
that's a fucking problem, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a big, it's a big problem for, for people. And I'm not anti-porn. I love fucking porn. <laughs> I watch, I'll, I'm watching some right now in the corner. Here. Um, this conversation is so great. I got three windows. Yeah. Right uh, but uh, you know, it is like, I always go back. I don't like the idea of not having something that's cool just because it might be a problem because um, <clears throat> I think back to uh, 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 the coddling of the American mind. I'm not sure if you've read it or not. But I haven't, one no, the, but I'm familiar. It's good. One of the yeah. phrases in it is that uh, you should prepare your children for the road, not try to prepare the road for your children because you can't do that, right? Yeah. You can't bubble wrap everything. Right. Uh, and now people are walking around uh, these days, people that are fucking like 35 and younger, I guess, having lived in a bubble wrapped environment during their childhood and they're out in the real world now and they're offended by yeah. reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's offensive that I took out a loan and have to pay it back. Yeah. What do you mean? That's not fair. What the fuck are you talking about? Of course yeah. it's fair. Um, but when you remove all these, when you're able to operate and, and get these things that you want and I take it beyond food and sex or food, let's call it procreation. Cause that's what it, that's the, the driving mechanism. But it, it, when you take it beyond food and sex, the next thing up is fucking rage. You know what I mean? Like awesome. that's rage is one of the most internalized emotions that exist for human beings because it's socially unacceptable to express rage most of the time especially in the way we want to. It's socially unacceptable for me to get pissed off and punch a hole in that goddamn wall right now yeah. or for us to fight each other or whatever it is, <laughs> right? Like that or, or you know, and it, but in a virtual sense over the last 20 years with social media, people have been allowed to openly express rage at any moment and look at what's happened to society because of it. Now people feel like if somebody offends me or if I'm uh, uh, depressed or something, it's okay for me to grab a gun and go shoot up a fucking uh, uh, Walmart or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, but that, again, that's a very complicated circumstance, right? It is. We, well, because I, is because it, I think that the, the, again, the nihilism is that that form of nihilism is present all over the place, right? It's in inner cities where people feel like they don't have any ownership over their own lives. It's in young men that didn't have fathers. It's in uh, poor poor people in Muslim countries, young men, especially who fucking join terrorist organizations because they want some meaning and purpose in their life. It's yeah. it, these well, are the all meaning the same and purpose thing. is, is a, is an absolute like human condition yeah. that needs to be, uh, and you can't get it if you synthesize these base needs. Well, that's and why you, you rage, people rage, win the lottery. Yeah, like, yeah. like all they the, go all broke. These, yeah. All yeah. these different things, right. Cause yeah. they lose their drive, their purpose. Um, or and, even, even people that fucking like, I, I, <sighs> There's there is good research on this. I'm not just saying this, and I think a, a lot of people will have an anecdotal example of this in their head right now. But older men, especially, like if a, if the if an older couple, if the man dies, the wife will typically live on. If the wife dies, the man dies. Yeah. Right. If the man is a captain of industry or somebody who's worked hard their entire life and then decides to retire, oh yeah, they, they die. Yeah, right. It's like, it's like uh, Optimus Prime spark. You know what I mean? It yeah. goes out when your purpose goes out. Right. But you're still like when when it happens to you when you're fucking twenty years old or fifteen years old. What the fuck, man? Yeah, and, I've, and I've gone through that kind of crisis. Yeah, before, a lot too. of dudes have. Um, but I like so again like. I, 
we're covering a lot of different things. So like I want to at least like unpack some of it. Yeah. So the, you talk about the school sh- shooter situation and the social media and the purpose and all those other different things. So like, let's just talk about social media first. Mm. Um, you know, you, you take, you take the internet and again, this is somewhat subjective, but high level and very much my opinion. But, um, one of the reasons why we went down the path that we did was because there was a, a payment mechanism in the HTTP protocol, right? So when the internet came around, they applied the same monetization component as traditional advertising, right. i.e. Um, advertising like overlays mm-hmm. or pre-rolls or native integration. So we went from the big three networks and commercial advertising to cable um, uh, 24-hour news networks and mm. everything else, and they still had the same advertising models, and then that was applied to the world of... Um, but it was a one-way advertising model, which, man, this is something that you and I did together for a very long time. There, There's some data coming back in traditional uh, marketing models, but not much. No, right? so the attribution models but for... He, here, yeah. not just attribution, but psychographic data. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. here is like... This is a whole other fucking situation, dude. But but again, you you look at you look at how that was applied to web, and mm-hmm. so the 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 monetization component is volume, mm-hmm. uh, either CPAs cost per acquisition, mm-hmm. or did somebody buy something, or mm-hmm. CPM cost per meal, mm-hmm. or how many uh, per thousand impressions. Right. And if you take and you 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 want to quantify that. Um, in the most positive way possible, you're just going to have to, you have to get, you know, as many shares or, um, whatever it is that led to the attention economy where right. it's like, it's about sheer volume of impressions. Mm-hmm. How do I achieve the sheer volume of impressions? Well, um, a- again, it's not like there was one guy at YouTube that was just, Hey, like I'm, you know, this evil mastermind, uh, an algorithm is by its definition, machine learning right it is it is a uh, well it better be because if not it won't work it's 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 a series of optimism optimization um based off of inputs Mm -hmm. and and multivariate testing basically that's exactly it so uh whatever achieves the the result that it wants like it's going to optimize for that um and for humans it seems that um those negative experiences uh, or fight or flight responses, mm. those things, rage or um, anger or whatever it is, those trigger those things that ultimately uh, lead to more watch time on videos, mm. uh, longer session durations and, and stuff like that, which uh, they serve out more of. Right. And, and it should and so be you get more impressions. It should be a, a, a something of a meritocracy. It should be right. But we've grown because it's How so? because it's input from the user, yeah. right? And you're just reacting to input from the user yeah. or the user, the group, right? And it should be like that. But what happens when? But a lot of this stuff is subconscious, right? Sure, so like, 100%. So, yeah. so you're you're spending two hours on on uh, social media platforms. Yeah, just, a lot of times, people just fucking don't realize. Zone out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're they're yeah. they're hitting these dopamine responses mm-hmm. and not really realizing it's having a negative uh, effect on them, and that. It's just because the machine learning, yeah. the algorithm has optimized right. for as many impressions as mm-hmm. possible because the incentive mechanism is we want more impressions for sure. more advertising yeah. for more revenue. Now, what happens when this is to, this to me is far more sinister and I see it a lot. I actually, the, the Twitter algorithm 
is like this. Uh, even, even today, I think it's still like this. Uh, what happens when the attention economy mechanism, the algorithm or whatever it is, the underlying tech or the underlying system, what happens when instead of reacting to a, a, a natural virality of, of things, right, in the social media world, what happens when it starts programming for virality, right? It starts telling you instead of, instead of instead of just figuring out what goes viral and piggybacking off of that, right? And you and utilizing that, what happens when it starts telling people what what to what to like? It goes from curation. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it's goes, like Yeah, it goes to curation. So this is the Twitter has the outrage algorithm. So that same dopamine hit that somebody gets from seeing a girl in a bikini or a fucking cat, a cute fucking animal or something. Yeah. Uh, they get different hormonal responses from rage, things that piss them off, especially political things that piss them off. Right. Yeah. And what happens when, as is the case with Twitter, I, it, like you, we, I've referred to it as the outrage algorithm for a couple of years now, because if you, if you engage on Twitter, if you just follow people, then we'll see. But if you engage and stuff like that, you'll start seeing more things that you hate. Right. Like if you, uh, if you, comment on if you like elon musk posts a lot you'll start to get more uh information that's in his ecosphere that's negative about him or about the idea that's how the algorithm is set up so uh that that's one thing that i think is super nefarious because they're not just activating on the positive emotional responses they're also activating on the negative ones, fear and rage and shit. It may not have been strategic though. That's that's yeah, where I would give them the benefit. I, I'm of not. The doubt. I'm when I say it's nefarious, I mean that it sucks for yeah, humanity. But, but, I, but I, it, that, that's why I go back again. That's why I go back to the um, the original conversation of like uh, just because you know humans may have designed it mm. to achieve the the optimal result of the most advertising revenue it can right. could come at the cost of uh, a second order um, effect that wasn't intended mm. by those engineers was sure. an unhealthy population mm. because of that. So it's like, who's really at fault? And you can tell, I, I said this when um, I've said this over the last year or so, that's what Jack Dorsey seemed like that to me over the last year or so of his, of him being, CEO of Twitter and then afterwards after Agrawal took over he seemed like Oppenheimer you know what I mean where he oh, yeah. where he created a fucking <laughs> a golem he created a fucking <laughs> monster and didn't know what to do and he saw it like <clears throat> he made a lot of money off of it but he seems like the most depressed dude in the world yeah you know what I mean and it's uh, I don't think it's because he's no like he's onto his new passion project he's doing he's trying to do finance stuff again right yeah um, which is you know decentralized finance is a good idea I'm, I'm glad people are working on it but yeah he you could see it in his eyes that he knew what you're saying right now which is that <clears throat> this has gone a little too far right uh, and and people are completely captured but not only people. It's not just that people are captured by it as a form of entertainment. It's that it's integrated into their lives so much now. Business. How many people do you know that that businesses depend on social media? Yeah. At least in some way. Most people that I know, right? But again, this like I go back like go back to the very, you know, the same thing is like opinions are cheap. How do we how do we fix it? Well, and I mean at the individual level, like you have people I agree. people have to be resilient against things otherwise they won't survive. 
Well, I think that's always been the case, though. This is nothing new. Yeah, it's just think, a different fucking you know situation. And I think those baby steps are are extremely important mm. for finding your your purpose and your meaning mm. on an individual level. Um, and it starts at that, right? You it's gotta, why 11 million people a day listen to Joe Rogan. How many? 11 million. Oh, okay. For some reason, I just heard only only eleven people listen. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" No, well, that would be quite the downturn. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I agree. But so, so I think a lot of these people, you know, tend to not a lot. Uh, I'd say uh, an unknown amount, but a, a substantial amount of people um, they gravitate to social media because the 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 personal relationships daily may not be sufficient. Right. And maybe. And and so it skews in an unhealthy mm. direction. Right. Or maybe and they're I, not getting. But that here, this is this is what I think. I think they're not getting what they want out of their personal, their in-person personal relationships. And they're looking for it elsewhere. But that's not how that works. Like, because what you're getting here is not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, it's uh, not real to some extent. It, it's like chewing on a sponge to trick your brain into thinking you're fucking eating food. That's a thing that people used to do. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, like the the process of chewing, it's like Pavlovian. The process of chewing made you made your body think you were eating, so it would suppress your appetite to some degree. But it's not real. Yeah, there's no nutrition there. You know what I mean? I think in the past that was definitely, you know, I, I think as as these uh, language models and everything become more intelligent, and people like they'll well, who knows? Maybe not. Maybe people will lean in it even more hard and just be like the opt out of the physical experience for the virtual experience, mm -hmm. but. Um, I think more people like us will will see how that virtual experience has led us in an unhealthy direction, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, um, and and will seek out more purpose in their communities. Right. And I think that is that is like again, you want to talk about the schools and like you know problems with students or you know these different things. I think that there's been a breakdown from a fundamental level. And like I'm not I'm not the religious ideologue, uh, you know, but I do think that people having <coughs> shifted from, you know, purpose mm. with families or organizations, even like sports teams yeah. or religions, whatever mm. it is, you know, to the virtual thing, has led to some unhealthy circumstances because again, these out like if you're if you're if your purpose as a child is those virtual relationships mm -hmm. and then they're optimized for a negative experience, right? You're that leads to a very unhealthy. You're individual. fucked. Yeah. yeah, it's like so. All of the things that were bad about the way children develop in their younger years socially develop right yeah have been amplified to the infinite degree and are readily available 24 hours a day yeah. right and but but again artificial and they don't provide you with anything real so it's no surprise that people feel empty and nihilistic now particularly young men right yeah. who who you know women and men are are uh i guess the same that's what people say now you can fucking oh, okay. chicks with dicks and sure. shit no uh women and men are very different when it comes to purpose right i just you don't meet uh a lot of women and this isn't like a uh an out of pocket or sexist thing to say this is supported by all I mean, there's the, always exceptions to rules but yeah certainly but they're not they're not driven by the same kind of purpose that men are it's not even it's it's very dissimilar in and what drives people so it's no surprise to me at all that young men are suffering right now because of this stuff yeah. people people dump a lot of it on uh 
not having positive male role models. And I think that's a big part of it too. I mean, you could say that like, I, again, I'm not, you know, I don't want to just beat up on social media and everything, but like you, I mean, you could say that men and women, boys and girls are like equally suffering in so mm. many different ways right? Right? because women are, uh, so, um, uh, vulnerable at early ages mm. to like the, the nefarious, like, or let's just say the negative components to social media. Yeah. Particularly uh, about identity. Right? Correct. The so, visual component. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, when I say identity, I mean like, what is it about you that has value? Yeah. And we've taught all children. We've taught the wrong thing over the past couple of decades, but particularly young girls, that's, I think the biggest problem for them. I agree with yeah. that. So, I mean, it's, it, it's a really hard thing to unpack. I mean, you know, I've, I, I, I try to look for, you know, my purpose, you know, on a, a daily and annual basis and mm -hmm. like even try to extrapolate that out to like my life's work or whatever. And for me, like I've, I've it's funny because I, I say this in just about every political conversation and I preface it with it's like, you know, I'm that libertarian short of anarchy mm -hmm. and that, you know, people in California saw me as the gun toting redneck. Mm -hmm. And when I lived in Nashville, people saw me as the gay love and liberal because they naturally gravitate to that probably five five to 10% that we may disagree with. And mm -hmm. I say may, cause there it's probably closer in that shade of gray, right, yeah. uh, than like, you know, and a, a few examples would be like the whole abortion thing and everything's like the shade of gray is, is not whether or not people should or shouldn't have an abortion. It's like, well, do you, do you consider an abortion by, um, you know, abstaining from having sex with someone when you could, mm. or do you, do you, is it like, you know, you know, five years after, you know, it's, it's got a child's gone through the birth canal. There's a, there's a, a big shade mm. of gray in there. Um, and so, you know, when you start looking at that and even you pose the question of like, if people can't even come to a remote consensus in that conversation, then like, what, a, like, how are we even going to approach the conversation of when, you know, AGI yeah. may become yeah, yeah. Uh, sentient? Yeah. Like yep. in that sense. So it's like there, there's all these very complicated things. And I think that if we're, we're going to address any of them, it starts like from, you know, that the familial personal level, mm. it's like with your families, your friends and stuff like that. It always it, starts at the lowest possible level. Like if you're, to. if you're a fucking baseball player and your swing gets fucked up, if you don't have the fundamentals yeah, you established, don't, yeah, you, you don't, the, you, you the, don't go you, try to, to you, you don't go per, uh, participate in a home run derby to fix your swing. Yeah. You break your swing down into smaller increments and yeah. work on the load. You work on the swing, you work on the follow through, right? That's uh, right. The, this is, I've, I've used this metaphor before, but it's very obvious. And, our swing as uh, as a not just not just America, but that's all I really care about. Our swing is <laughs> fucked, right? So, what does it mean to get back to the fundamentals? Is it this is I what you're saying is what I tell people every fucking day. Forget about the big picture and work on the fucking small shit. Take back measures of control over your own life, and then help other people, enable them to do the same thing, right? And because the institutional power is like Tinkerbell. It only exists if everybody believes it exists. There's 535 assholes that were elected that, that live in fucking DC, but they aren't coming to your house to force you to do things. You yeah. accept what they fucking tell you to do because you choose to, Yeah. either through your inaction or whatever. I think that the model, you talk is cheap. Uh, everybody's got opinions. I agree, we need a plan. My plan would be, uh, or rather is, to 
find ways, and this is at the macro level, I guess, but find ways to replace government institutions that people rely on because just because we don't like government doesn't mean there aren't problems that need to be solved. I, I, I readily admit that. And the other part is to get involved locally first with your family. The family is the smallest form of government, yeah. right? Get involved locally with your family first and your community and then your maybe your city and state. But develop political organizations within inside they're not in your family probably right yeah like, no no it's we're funny not, we're I, not I voting the, for who dad is i said the exact same thing like i, I did a podcast like I, first like i was going to do a podcast it was like maybe 2014 or something mm. like that um and i invited um collins out and um he came out in uh, I think that was the first time he went to Terran Tactical mm. and everything too. And we were talking about like he shot a 50 cal for the first mm. time. And uh, for those of you that YouTube's Coley on the war or whatever, mm. uh, or his Twitter handle and stuff. But, um, and so we were talking about like, how do you address these things? Mm. And, and I, that's exactly what I said. It's yeah. like, like the, the solution is very broad and it's not, it's, it's not a, a scalpel. It's no, a, no, it's certainly a, it, not. This yeah. is this is like one this is a one, blunt object. One that, thing affects affects yeah. all others, yeah. And it starts with a family, mm. then it goes to friends in your yeah. community, your local mm. local government, state government, and then only then like will people really like have an accurate representation right. of you know their ideals. Yeah, and, and that I mean, what you're describing, Richard, is called federalism, and it's our system of government. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah. that's what that's the truly maddening part about this. Like we we're not having some goddamn uh, uh, brilliant esoteric fucking no. discovery here. This is the way the government was supposed to work in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know the second part to that is, in my opinion, uh, is that once you establish in your local community, for example, like you have to get to a certain point for it to be viable. But once you establish in your local community, you start exer exercising something called nullification. Yeah. which is where you tell the next level up, no, I'm not doing that. And it's there's a huge roadmap for that. It's happened multiple times over the last 25 years. California, Massachusetts in particular started this trend of saying no to federally uh, illegal weed, yeah. right? Like they were selling weed and they didn't give a fuck about the federal government. They like it. Cool. We're going to do it. Yeah. They, they had, uh, uh, they did the same thing even after the defense of marriage act was passed, which Joe Biden, by the way, authored and signed, uh, anyways, cause he hates gay people. Right. Yeah. Uh, so but anyways, uh, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Even after that, uh, was signed Massachusetts and California, once again, nullified the federal government's law and said, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that is within your right to do as a state. It's within your right to do as a local community. And that's how you end. Like, you can't, we're not going to vote our way out of this shit at the federal level. I don't know why people pay so much attention. Look, I get it. It's a fucking great TV show. You know what I mean? To watch all these fucking retards parrot around and lie and, and, and yell at each other and call each other Nazis and whatever the fuck. But it's not real. Yeah. Within, I mean, on the flip side, you get into situations like, and again, I, like, I definitely am the proponent of um, giving states more power mm -hmm. right? because um you know californian ideals um versus texan are completely different nothing is more apparent than the overturning of the way right now uh, they're working themselves out aren't they the the different ideals that california versus florida have for but example, I, right? I, and i would argue is like yeah it like texans are you know 
a lot of a lot of women in the state are very upset about the way that that has mm-hmm. has turned out. A lot of people um, that like Republican economic policies are not thrilled about being told yeah, what to and do. And so, so hopefully they will force that change mm. um, in in whatever political institution they they believe in, um, and that will force the state, you know, to course correct, right? And and whatever way, but that. Like, but that's the way, and that's the way it's supposed to work, by the way. Yeah, but and again, that's that's a, a way more complicated uh, subject. Again, where mm. they would, you know, I, I feel like nobody really wants to talk about like the definition of where life begins, but there's, 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 you know, all these other different conversations to be had. Um, and, and honestly, that's where I found my purpose. Like, Mm. um, you know, whether or not I actually, you know, uh, fulfill that, uh, at least it's the thing that kind of gives me that North star is that, you know, I, I see those, um, those incentive mechanisms in society and government and everything else. And I see how they've been exploited, in, you know, specifically the last two years, the whole uh, emergency use authorization mm-hmm. censorship, like, uh, you know, take my, my YouTube career in that sense and how, um, you know, I was, I, I was given a grant by Google and YouTube to build my channel, mm. which is around firearms and explosives, right? And then, uh, the not and, of, and not that long ago, uh, yeah, right? I mean, it's ten years ago, yeah. Uh, but still, <laughs> like, is... but that was a substantial amount of money that they invested yeah. in me to build my channel out and like dedicate my life to building this thing, only to turn the monetization mechanism so I lose money or yeah. have to fire people, all these other different <clears throat> things, and it's like, and that's based off of an ideological. Uh, stance right because you know people will argue and say hey like well you know advertisers and apocalypse it's like well get out get the fuck out of here if if you are target there's a box and, and that you, you can, don't know how to exclude yeah there's a box you could check to exclude gun related material yeah, that, it's, it's that it's, it takes a but, second <laughs> but they chose to demonetize yeah, yeah. Like, because it's like, not so about you, it's not about protecting the consumer the advertiser it's about being punitive towards you because they disagree with you politically correct. that's all it is correct right? and so for me i i feel like freedom of uh speech and, they, and they'll argue hey look you know you can still express yourself you can still publish content but you've removed the incentive mechanism mm. like you change you change the rules of the game after you know signing a contract with me saying that we'll we'll uh you know we'll play this game um and you know it sucks to have you know the rug pulled out on uh, you, well, you, other people argue and say, hey, well, you were building on their platform. Okay, well, cool. Um, you know, other uh, other people will say, oh, I'll build this other platform. I'll have this, you know, other full mag mm. uh, website that like, you know, we host our own guns content and everything. Okay, but that then you lose discovery, right? So like, right. I think that speech and commerce, like they shouldn't, like after the last two years, um, you know, I think speech and commerce are, are really important and exorbitantly linked as well. Like, like you, yeah. you like you, the government shouldn't be able to shut you down based off of something that they don't, uh, you know, like an uh, emergency use authorization, right? Like, unless mm. unless somebody's held accountable for it for screwing up, like, like you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, that's going to be that's a that's a long term problem though right you can't we we yeah. the, these those problems seem big to us because they are big government spending and 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 uh constant war and all this other bullshit and the infringement of our rights seems large to us so we want to attack it at the point 
know what yeah. I mean? But that's not how you do that. No. You know I mean? And so, and that's, and that's why I, I go back to like you don't, incentives. If, you, if your elbow right? hurts, you don't put an aspirin in your elbow. You, right. You know what I mean? So, so you take, you take what we were talking about earlier, like we were like, you snap your fingers and the federal government's gone. That only comes without, uh, it comes with a revolution or mm-hmm. a, a militarization uh, of some sort. And it's usually a new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah, kind of that's exactly right it. And so for me, I'm like, um, you know, you take, you take case studies. Mm. Now, the one I love to give is the music industry. Mm. Music industry, this isn't pointing names at any one company. It's the industry as a whole has historically resisted change. Right. And it's come at the cost of innovation and profitability. Mm. Had they embraced the whole Napster thing and said, hey, you know what? This digital revolution, we may not be able to push CDs, yeah. but we can scale digital with far cheaper, less cost less, I mean, so less than logistics oh but, my but, God. but the hindsight yeah. of 2020 is like oh yeah the, well that's a no-brainer but for them it's resist change at all costs so but it was a no-brainer then that's why napster did it well you know what i mean <laughs> yeah well napster but but that ultimately led way to I'm apple saying, which yeah, yeah which yeah, exactly, which yeah, became yeah. its own uh kind of problem in mm. a lot of ways so for me and building these things for commerce um, and, and for speech, mm. how do you create incentive mechanisms that empower the individual company mm. in a way that disincentivizes or detours centralization of like an app store? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, so where Apple's of, taking a 30% cut. That's exactly it. Right. And, so like, how do you, how do you incentivize the studios, mm. uh, to, to distribute, through those app stores mm. and like they'll get a cut, but it's not going to be the single source right. of distribution. I, so where you're going with this is uh web three yeah, and being able to eat, let's say the future of web three. Um, I, as a private citizen develop some product of some sort, whether it's digital or real. Right. Yeah. And, Something like Web3 with some uh, understanding of how it works and being able to some kind of mechanism that is intrinsic to the system that it would allow me to build my own infrastructure for a company. Right. Would be I mean, that's that's where we're headed right now. And And it's like it's it's like what's that stupid site Etsy? It's like Etsy, but for like a truly decentralized Etsy where you're not paying anybody. Right. In, Except for people who are actually providing you value, not just for space and the digital world. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that value is such a broad term. Mm-hmm. Like, so for me, the way I look at it is like, if you if you create the infrastructure right, it's not just the products; it's the way you receive the products mm-hmm. that you're incentivizing. So, like the there's the distribution component, there's the consumption components. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you like you want to make a system? So that there is no way an Apple or a Microsoft could compete. Right. Because it would literally take every engineer in the world on their payroll. Mm. So you create incentive mechanisms for the collective to create mm. and and do good. Like Reddit is a good yeah. example in a lot of ways. Like good comments and stuff like that. Yeah. Generally, like you actually can find really meaningful com- content on Reddit. Right. And through the community refining uh, that whole process. It's, it's, a, it's a much better version of a Twitter thread, I guess. So, right? so instead of yeah. having the Facebook uh, algorithm mm. as they see fit, mm. 
think of it as having a collective of the entire internet competing mm. for an algorithm that works good for you. Because now you've actually got to provide real value to yeah. succeed instead of just have, well, I mean, what you're talking about is a monopoly on the other side. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, it, it disincentivizes monopolies mm. because they can't compete because it will require them to hire everybody. Yeah. And, and then you just can't do it. So the focus goes from extracting value mm. to creating value. Yeah. So, so your studios become a little bit more empowered, sure, your YouTube yeah. creators or whoever. But also the larger companies would find themselves in a position where they now need to stop extracting and start providing value, yeah. which it would, you know, theoretically at least be better for everybody. Ironically. Because right? they've it, got the resources to do something like that. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. And so, so ironically, it comes back full circle, though, because the Internet was heavily curated mm. early on. Oh, yeah. Right? And then it shifted from because there was a bunch of garbage, right. like let's find the, algorithmically find the better content. Mm. And now it may actually shift back to, let's find, let's incentivize curators mm. uh, to find things that either mean or hold value to people. Right. And whatever that value is could mean a healthier person. It could be just interesting or informative, whatever it is. But then like incentivize those people to curate to be your search optimization uh, for you. So it's a, it's a, it's a big ambitious goal. And it's, it's really like just focusing on these different things so that like industry can approach this thing in a way where they're equally as excited mm. about the value proposition, because it's going to, yeah. it's going to optimize their profitability and it's, and a, it's, it's a scale. It's an opportunity. And even despite the fact that it's decentralized and everybody's got the same swing at it, they're swinging a much larger bat. Yeah. Right. Which they're still way ahead of the game from anybody else, just from being able to, uh, uh, you know, pool resources and, and, and build infrastructure. Right? And, so. uh, and I, you don't want to be the person or the company that's, you know, punk rock, you know, anarchist looking to screw the man mm. uh, because that comes with legal challenges. Yeah. And, yeah. and typically if you're in that situation, like you want to come to the table and say, Hey, look, like this thing is, it's going to, it's going to lead to more profitability for you. Mm. It's going to lead to less logistical, uh, vulnerabilities mm. for you in your distribution, creation, whatever it is. So you're short up long-term, but also the individual benefits from it. You like truly symbiotic relationships, like anything that goes too far parasitic on, uh, the pendulum swinging one side or another is generally right. going to have some type of yeah. consequences. Yeah. I mean the, when, you know, pendulums swing, that's what they do. But when they swing too far, too fast, it takes them longer to stabilize. Yeah. And that's a problem, right? Especially yeah. for economies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like an unstable economy that lasts longer than a couple of years typically ends that economy permanently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously not a great thing. Um, this has been a really interesting conversation. We went a lot of places. Yeah. But I just want, <laughs> I just want Like we didn't even, like, like we just opened, opened the, the can on it. Like we didn't well, even like touch the surface, but we'll, yeah. We'll do another one. Yeah. We'll do a series of these where yeah, we Yeah, it's great. And, and like for everybody uh, listening in, like I, I, like I genuinely would love to hear uh, your thoughts as to, again, like if you, if there's any takeaway from this, it's opinions are cheap. Mm. Um, execution is difficult. So yeah. if you have any opinions as to a thesis uh, for how we could improve society as citizens and, um, you know, be it with our families or communities or, or politics, I would, I would love to hear it. Yeah, same. We all, I like to crowdsource that because, you know, everybody's living the same life, but different. And yeah. that perspective, that different perspective oftentimes is the, uh, the driver of innovation, right? I agree. Like, 
some some person in a fucking office, some secretary probably at some point thought of the idea for the paperclip. <laughs> it wasn't some engineer, I promise yeah. you that. It was somebody who was like, man, I wish these fucking things would stay together and I'm tired of ripping staples out, paperclip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, again, we're all living uh, micro versions of these with our friends and family. It's like a little micro government or community where everybody's got roles, everybody's got responsibilities. How do you, people always ask me, when's the right time? Because things have been fucked up for a while in America. People ask me, when's the right time to act like, and and I'm like, what do you mean by act? You're talking about like overthrowing the government or something? Cause that's (laughs) fucking stupid. Not only is it stupid, but it wouldn't work. Right. And the, the ensuing chaos would put so many lives at risk, but you can take power back from the government. And it, it begins with you being a good citizen, right? Which is taking care of the people around you, yeah. and that it, and you get larger from there, right? Yeah. That's how it works. So, and there, and, and hey, like I'm the first to admit, there's not a lot of time in the day. Yeah, working, not enough. Working, considering you know the economy and everything else, like it's hard finding time to do certain things. But you, like, I think that's the, the, you know, byproduct of why we're in the situation we're in, right? Is because people are like struggling to find time to do anything, spend yep. time with their families and stuff like that. And so then some hero hard. comes along, Oh, we'll do that for you. I'm just going to charge you 40% of your fucking income for it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? So, so yeah, it's uh it's, 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 a, it's a tall order and it's, it's a very, very broad uh, solution, but I think it's, it's, it's equally as important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you if you'd want to be found. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, I'm Richard Ryan, um, social media. Like, Spelled the traditional ways, by the yeah, way. He doesn't R-C-H-A-R-D-R-Y-A-N. have... R-C-H-A-R-D-R-Y-A-N. Yeah, he doesn't uh, have... It's not R-I-A-N. Yeah, it's weird because I don't fall into uh, a box very conveniently. It's hard for people to know what they're getting into, where they find me. So, like, mm-hmm. Twitter, I'm, I'm very uh, technology, crypto-driven uh, in my conversations. Instagram, I don't really post a lot to, but mm-hmm. typically there's, like dogs and guns and stuff and Mm -hmm. youtube same thing so kind of all over the place but cool well thanks for coming today i appreciate it i know this is i know you had to uh drive at least eight (laughs) or nine minutes to get here so i appreciate it um i appreciate you having yeah for sure anytime we'll do we'll do this again sometime and we'll we'll just ramble for yeah we could do a state a state of uh state of technology or something like that Yeah, yeah for sure yeah thanks for uh thanks for coming again um thank you all for watching this has been citizen Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 